Welcome to the Empowered Introvert Podcast Season 2. This podcast is like having a coach in your pocket that you can reach to for coaching, learning, and making significant changes in your life. I'm your host, Heidi, and I am a Sephardicide life coach, Ayurvedic health counselor, yoga teacher, solopreneur, and fellow introvert. And in this season, we're going to focus on success in career and entrepreneurship as introverts and unconventional folks that don't want to force yourself to be someone that you're not in order to be successful. I've been in business for myself for over 20 years and experienced a lot of ups and downs as I found my way. And I often tell my clients that finding meaningful, authentic work is one of the greatest journeys of self-discovery that you can go on. I'm excited to support you on your journey to fulfilling work in the second season of Empowered Introvert. So let's get started. Hi, my beautiful introvert friend. Welcome to episode number 21 overcome overwhelm in your business. If you're joining by video, you can see that the sun is shining. I have a, the bottom half of me is covered in sunlight and it looks kind of funky on the video, but it feels so good. I'm not closing the shade because it is officially fall. It is, I've got a fall, a, not a fall, but a scarf on, a hat on, cozy, cozy socks and it's beautiful here in Alaska. So hope wherever you're at, it is beautiful as well. Today, we are talking about being overwhelmed in business, especially if you are an entrepreneur, sensitive solopreneur, an unconventional self-employed person in some capacity. Maybe you have a side gig, or maybe it is you have a full-time gig that is your solo, you are a solopreneur. Maybe you have a, a contractor or two that helps you. But the key here is that you're successfully making sales and feel like you're at capacity. So, you know, your business has grown, but it's burning you out, right? That means that you might be struggling with taking time off, with self-care, you're feeling overwhelmed, and you're just not quite sure how to do this because you have never been in this position before. So first things first, amazing. Congratulations. You have gotten this far. It is hard. It can be a struggle to just even get going get and then get to the place where you are in essentially you're in you're figuring out how to survive and not to survive but thrive as a small business so today uh, i am going to approach this uh, episode uh, from just a little bit of coaching but mostly from a consulting standpoint so that means that i'm going to be looking at the problems in your business and and practical solutions more on like a systems and processes level versus a mindset level. So what you learn is how to, it will help you identify the high impact areas in your business to focus on 
and what you need next. Like, is it a good time for you to invest in support in like a, a VA, OBM, bookkeeper, coach, consultant, whatever? This episode will give you more clarity on what you need to do next. And when you have clarity, when you have a plan, you can feel more at ease. Right away, your nervous system can give a sigh of relief. It alleviates overwhelm and hopefully helps to steer you away from the direction of burnout. So often, just a few small shifts can shift the direction and the, that you're going and the way that it feels tremendously. I'm focusing on this topic this month because in September, I'm promoting my new offer called Systems for Ease, where I help you create ease and increased capacity in your online business with systems, processes, human-centered workflows, recommendations, custom fit for you to create a business that feels that you love being in. So you can learn more about that in the link in the show notes or wait towards the end and I'll be sharing more information. All right, so let's get started. What's going on when you're feeling burned out because you have so much work? Now, oftentimes our initial answer is I am working too much. But if we take a step back I want to invite you to take an honest look at your cash flow and your sense of scarcity. This is because when your cash flow is low or it is unpredictable, your nervous system is not going to be very comfortable with that. Especially if you, as a solopreneur and entrepreneur, you are responsible for bringing your money in, nobody else. And if you, especially if you're taking care of other people, if your income is supporting others, this can be a tremendous responsibility and it can throw you into survival mode. When you're in survival mode, it's almost like living paycheck to paycheck, but even worse because when you're in a job and you're getting a paycheck, you can predict the future. You have a pretty good idea of what you will be making this month, next month, two months from now. But in your business, if you don't have predictable sales, if you don't have the ability to project, like if I spend this much time with my service or product, I will make this much money. If that is unknown, then your nervous system can freak out or just be at a low to like an oscillating level of stress. And, and oftentimes um, when it's pretty consistent, you sometimes don't even know that it's there, but it is. And this is important because if you're living in a constant state of stress, constant scarcity, it's gonna affect how you show up in your business how you make decisions, what you focus on, how you spend your time, whether you're taking care of yourself, whether you're taking time off. It might, it can lead to you 
doing anything possible to make money. So you end up having a million things that you do, which increases the complexity and is more to keep track of and creates more busyness for your brain. Like there's all kinds of effects that being in stress and scarcity causes in your business. So if you're experiencing that, then one of my most top recommendations is for you to take an easy side job as an investment, as an investment in your business. When you can get a cash flow stream in that doesn't require a lot of energy, um, a lot of high level thinking, then your nervous system can feel a bit safer. Yes, you might have to adjust your business for a little bit. You might have to work less in your business, but that's okay because you will be working more efficiently. You'll be working, you'll be able to work from a place of less stress, make better decisions. You have more access to your creativity. It feels better to be working in your business, which is like a huge part of what it's all about. At least here in my world, in my mission, the way I feel when I'm working is as important as the work itself. Okay. So let's assume that now you're burned out, you have cash flow, you have sales, you know how to create the sales. So you are successful. This is a normal stage of business. This is the pretty much we all go through this. So nothing has gone wrong. There's nothing to be ashamed of if you find yourself wishing you had more time off, did more self-care, you know, felt less stressed, more confident. Like this is all, this is the journey that we signed up for. So I invite you to just like hold all of that, recognize it and appreciate it. It's the shadow side of, of the light side. Like it's all one. It's all good. Don't beat yourself up for, up for it because that right there, beating yourself up for anything increases your stress and decreases the satisfaction in the moment of your work. So then what creates the burnout and the overwhelm at this place in your business? So looking at this from a coaching perspective, a mindset, mind, and emotions perspective, we can look at the way that you're showing up, the way that you're making decisions, like what to do, what to focus on. And often at this point, you will see things like loose boundaries, not being able to say no, perfectionism, over-scheduling, making decisions because you're reacting to what other people want. And all of these are normal. You know, saying no is something that can be quite difficult for us sensitive people, right? Because we're, we want to make other people happy. And when other people, even just imagining that they might not be happy or not happy with us, that makes us feel certain emotions. And so then we're more likely to say yes to something, even though that yes is not something we normally do or want to do or have time for, right? So that will 
lead you to be doing lots of things in your business that aren't those high impact cash generating or ease generating activities. Perfectionism is very similar. It's that fear of judgment or this desire to please others that keeps us working beyond the needed amount. Oftentimes, you know, we can, we can rationalize it by saying, you know, I want, you know, I really care about this product or service, service. I want it to be amazing. But that extra perfectionist part that you, that you put in there actually isn't needed for that product or service to be successful. And the client often won't even notice. Overscheduling, overworking, quite similar, making decisions from, you know, reacting from, from a place of stress where something happens, you feel stressed out, and you immediately try to solve that versus focusing on the important activities prime, as a primary. And this comes to like, how do you schedule your time? How do you decide how you schedule your time? So all of that can really, coaching can be quite effective to help with that because it's looking at the way that you relate to other people, the way that you think about yourself, the way you, that you make decisions. And all of that you know, creates inefficiencies. So what is creating the burnout and overwhelm from a practical standpoint then is essentially inefficiencies. It's overusing energy for not enough results. And we see that in scheduling. In it's like scheduling, it might be having your email open all of the time. So that's where you're, you know, there's that people pleasing coming in, but you're constantly responding to other people versus scheduling blocks of time where you focus on your high impact activities. It's a pretty simple, simple adjustment to make. It can be very inefficient as a sensitive person when you are working in a way that goes against your energy. When you find yourself pushing a lot and not having time to replenish your energy stores, replenish your focus. And we learn how to work oftentimes by the structure around us. So when you can identify, the way, the optimal way for you to use your energy and put that into your schedule, then you are going to be more efficient when you are working and have time for other things. As a solopreneur, it's very inefficient. Pretty much solopreneurism is pretty darn inefficient because you wear all the hats. You do everything, right? You came into this work probably because you love creating your product or you love delivering your service. And yet business is so much more than that. You have, you have the onboarding, you have the delivery, you have the customer service, you have, you have the bookkeeping, the accounting, the taxes, you have the legal aspect, you have the marketing, you have the sales. And depending on what you do, there could be a whole other range of activities and while you can absolutely learn to do it all, you are naturally good at certain things and naturally inefficient at other things. So wearing all the hats 
is certainly admirable, but that is where you want to work out of as quickly as possible so that you can focus on what you do best and then you can have other people do the things that you are especially not great at, which saves you time. Yes, you have to invest a little bit of money into it, but when you do it right, you actually end up creating money through that investment because you're freeing up your time. A great example of this is doing your taxes. <clears throat> For me to do my taxes when I still did it, it took me days. Now I pay someone else who is an expert in doing taxes. I have those days back and they do it right. So much better, so much more efficient. Another way that our businesses are inefficient is when we do things the way that we know how to do them. Doing things the way that you know, the way that you've learned can often be inefficient. So if you learned how to do bookkeeping by using a spreadsheet, for example, and that's just the way that you do it now, and that's why you do it that way, versus taking the time to learn, learn a software, learn a method that is going to ultimately be way more efficient and help you run your business to a higher level, right? So like kind of the idea behind this is that we are coming into our businesses, most of us as these technicians, as professionals providing a specific service, we're not trained in all of these other areas. And we can do them, we can wear all of the hats, but the way that we, we learn to do them, oftentimes there are better ways that, that are more efficient, you know, so that even if we do continue to do them, we can do them in a way that takes less time. And the last way that our small businesses can be inefficient is not having automation, repeatable systems and processes. <clears throat> so that means that we are doing all of the things all of the time. You know, instead of creating a product and doing it the same time, same way every time we're innovating, we're being creative and, you know, having fun. And that's awesome. And maybe that's exactly what you want, but maybe you're at a place in your business where you want to optimize that process to create your product and figure out how to create it in less time so that you can increase the, the financial impact from that. And then hopefully, eventually, you can hire someone else to do it. Have repeatable processes, write them down, test them, get them so fine tuned that you can hire someone for less, fire someone, hire someone, and then you can focus on something else, whether that is taking time off, taking care of yourself, being with your family, or working in your business in some other capacity. A few examples of these inefficiencies and it is so scheduling, say scheduling software. If right now, if someone wants to schedule with you, they send you an email or they give you a call and then you back and forth to find a time on the calendar, you make the, the appointment and then the, the day before they need to reschedule and then you're back on that train. 
simple scheduling software. Maybe they email you once that first time and then you're, you say, hey, great, I'd love to connect. Here is the link to my online calendar. You can sign up there. You'll receive a confirmation that has a reschedule link. So if you need to reschedule, just check out that email. Can't wait to talk with you. And you can also put that link in your LinkedIn. You can put it on your website so people don't even need to connect with you to make an appointment. Simple. And if they need to pay beforehand, you can configure that. You can get all of this set up in an afternoon, if not quicker than that. Oops, I just had a cat disaster. I'm back. Lovely tried to jump up on the desk and like pulled, end up pulling the microphone apart and it was a disaster. <laughs> so she's been banished and I am back. So um, talking about inefficiencies and yeah, repeatable systems. One, another example is often like when we start doing things the way that we know, like we take Venmo and, and then what happens with the payments? Like you have to then transfer the money. Like what is that for? What did people buy? You don't really know quantity. You don't have numbers to help make decisions. So you know, switching to something like, like QuickBooks where every product is tracked, you can see how much of each product that you have or service that you have sold. You can look at what's selling more, what's selling less, look at, compare over time and really have a lot of data to help you decide what to do next, right? Having data can be incredibly helpful, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed and having a hard time making decisions and figuring out what the heck to do. <clears throat> Most importantly, when you're feeling overwhelmed and you, you've come to this place of, of success, this is a time to evaluate not just the systems in your business or like where you need to grow, but how you want to feel in your business and what's missing and figure out how to build that in. Because oftentimes we start with the idea of, of having freedom, having time off, feeling connected. But then as we go and we become successful, we, you know, we go where the work is. And then all of a sudden we're burned out and overwhelmed and it's time to evaluate again. Totally normal, actually pretty amazing place to be. And so how do you want to feel? What do you want your work to look like in terms of time off? You know, are you scheduling it? Why? Why not? Self-care during the day. Like self-care, I believe, should be built into your business schedule because it is going to make you sustainable. What do you want to build it? Joy and fun. Even on the weekends, even if it's not strictly in your business schedule, built joy and fun is an investment in your business, spending time with your family, with your friends, with nature and connection. So I find this for myself and so many other solopreneurs is that we feel isolated in business. Do you feel like you have the connection, the emotional support that you want to have right now? So 
once you figure out like where, what you want to change, so where you're at now, where you want to be, what you want your work to look like, then you can start figuring out what needs to change and find the solution. So that is one of the biggest questions at this point. What do I need to change in order to create the business that I want now and in the future, six months down the road? Where do I want to focus? <clears throat> what are my high impact activities? And where, where I make the most money or create the most time for other things? How can I support myself? What would help me feel the most supported? Is it having someone take care of my books? Is it having a coach to help you work through the people-pleasing and the perfectionism so that you can say no? And, you know, what would be truly the most effective? And, you know, I see a lot of, there's so many resources available today. There's free online communities. There's a startup communities, your local community. We have a really beautiful one here in Anchorage where there are regular events. There's sometimes there's special events. Or you can connect with other people like you. Coaching working with a coach, working with a consultant to come in and optimize your system. There are so many ways to get support. So much is out there. And this is such a beautiful way to invest in your business. So what is your plan? I would love to hear. I would love to know what you need to love working in your business. If you're like, I need some coaching, I need to get my systems in place. Right now, I have a special offer for solopreneurs, for people with small businesses called Systems for Ease. And it's all about creating ease and increasing your capacity in your business with systems, processes, human-centered workflows, and really figuring out what it is that you need to build in order to create ease, that space. So it's a combination of small business operations tools with my holistic wellness practices so that you can really design a custom fit next level version of your business that you can implement yourself or you can work with me to implement it together in a close working relationship for three to six months, get you going. If you're interested in learning more, there's links in the show notes. You can reach out. Can't wait to hear from you. All right, friends. Thank you so much for showing up to the end. You're a rock star. Have a beautiful week and I will see you next week. Hi, beautiful introvert. If you found this podcast valuable, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review. The small gesture helps the podcast be more visible and gets it into the hands of the folks that can use it most. It also contributes to the mission of empowering more introverts like you. So you can leave a review at Podchaser, which is the directory for podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much.